freedom, man. That's what it's all about. You've got to groove on freedom, like the good book says. listening to what on earth is happening this show will discuss the topics of human consciousness mind control natural law the occult and all issues that affect the freedom of the people of earth what on earth is happening will endeavor to shine light upon the darkness of our world and to offer empowering solutions to the problems we face as humanity approaches it's critical moment of choice. And now, here is your host, Mark Passio. Welcome one and all. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening here on the Oracle Broadcasting Radio Network. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com, the network's website, oraclebroadcasting.com. This show is live every Sunday from 5 to 7 p.m. East Coast time. That's 4 to 6 p.m. Central time. Today is Sunday, December 30th, 2012. This is the last show of the year. Hope everyone had a good Christmas. I hope uh, everyone's New Year is uh, happy and healthy. And we have a great show lined up for you here today on what on earth is happening. Uh, really, it's going to be a call-in show. We're going to take your calls throughout the show. I do have a couple of concepts that I want to go over as uh, pretty much reviews. Uh, but uh, I want people's calls on where they see things headed in the next year and in the years to come. Uh, where they see the human future head headed. And... Uh, in their own personal experience, do they see humanity waking up and understanding the control system that they're embedded in and doing something to help to free themselves? Or do they see things uh, rapidly, progressively growing even worse and uh, the human family headed into uh, even deeper bondage as the years uh, move on? So you can call in and uh, just give your take on that. Really, uh, anything that you want to talk about is fair game for today. I would like to get some calls on people that uh, took my homework challenge from last week that I asked people to do, uh, a little social experiment in words, in uh, showing how words are so obfuscated in our culture and the definitions of words uh, are not clear in individuals' minds whatsoever. I did this experiment with a few people, with a small group of people, and I'll give my results on the air. And if anyone else uh, wants to uh, give their share their results, uh, we can take a look at how people are doing as far as their general understanding. Uh, so uh, the call-in number for the show, let me give it out here at the top of the uh, hour, is 866-841-1065. Once again, the call-in number to join us here on What on Earth is Happening is 866-841-1065. That's toll-free. I have a few event announcements, as always. 
the Free Your Mind 2 conference rapidly heading toward us. Only about four months out now, coming up April 25th, 26th, and 27th here in the city of Philadelphia, a conference on consciousness, mind control, and the occult. Free Your Mind returns to Philadelphia in 2013 with a three-day conference featuring top caliber whistleblowers from all across the country who will shed light on our world's problems and bring forward empowering solutions. The location is the beautiful Arch Street Meeting House in the historic section of Philadelphia, the historic district. This is at 320 Arch Street. Doors will open at 8 o'clock a.m. each day of the conference. The featured speakers, Alan Steinfeld, Alfred Weber, Andrew Bashago, Ben Stewart, Bob Tuscan, Kathy O'Brien, Curtis Davis, Dr. Dream, Freighter X, Freeman Fly, Jan Irvin, Jay Parker, Jim Fetzer, Larkin Rose, Laura Eisenhower, Lennon Honor, Loren Moray, Mark Passio, Mark Phillips, Marty Leeds, Randall Carlson, Ross Ben, Sonia Barrett, and last week I announced, and I'll uh, mention it again this week, we just added Fritz Springmeyer. He is confirmed. I'm working on getting his photo and bio up on the site, and I will be adding his name to the conference poster as well. I'll probably be taking care of that during this uh, upcoming week. The advanced ticket prices for the conference, for the Thursday conference, $30. For the Thursday meet and greet, and concert featuring the Divine Hand Ensemble, $20. The Friday Conference, $40. The Saturday Conference, $40. For all three days, plus the speaker meet and greet, $120. For more speaker bios and ticket information, please visit the conference website at www.freeyourmindconference.com. That's the Free Your Mind 2 conference coming up April 25th through 27th here in Philadelphia. The Free Your Mind 2 Money Bomb Radio Marathon. We're going to be hosting a Money Bomb Radio Marathon, a 12-hour radio marathon to raise some funds for bringing in the out-of-town speakers for the Free Your Mind 2 conference. This will be taking place on American Freedom Radio at AmericanFreedomRadio.com on Sunday, January 13th, 2013. January 13th, that's coming up in a couple of weeks. And it will be taking place from noon to midnight Central Standard Time. So that's 1 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern Time. So uh, we'll be telling people how they can make donations to the, to the uh, conference and uh, how to get tickets. Uh, advanced ticket sales are as good, if not better, than a donation. So if you can get your tickets now, now is the time to do it. We have to get the funds out to the speakers so that they can make their travel arrangements no later than uh, during the month of February. So please, if you want to make a donation to the cause or if you want to get your tickets, now is the time to do it. Um, we uh, may even be setting up a, um, a Bitcoin um, address for the for your mind to donations. Bitcoin is a new electronic currency. I've been getting into it uh, and understanding it more and more, uh, and I'm going to start using it to accept donations as well, both for the Free Your Mind conference and what on earth is happening. So uh, check out check that out. Look into Bitcoin. It's very interesting. It's a new digital uh, currency that can help us to transition away from the uh, you know horrific and immoral Federal Reserve system. Another event announcements. 
uh, event announcement. The Why Tesla Matters conference is going to be held by the Tesla Science Foundation on January 5th, 6th, and 7th in New York City at the New Yorker Hotel, 481 8th Street, New York, New York. This is a Tesla Memorial Conference and Tesla Spirit Awards Benefit conference, okay, marking the 70th anniversary of Nikola Tesla's death, which took place on January 7th, 1943. Again, at the New Yorker Hotel, January 5th, 6th, and 7th, I will be speaking at the Why Tesla Matters conference. I'll be speaking on Sunday, January 6th, and I'm going to be giving a talk about uh, Tesla's technology and how it uh, relates to a an abundance paradigm versus the current scarcity paradigm that we have now when it comes to energy and what that is doing to human consciousness. So that's going to be my talk at the, the Why Tesla Matter, Matters conference coming up on uh, January 5th through 7th in New York City. For more information on this great conference, check out teslasciencefoundation.org. That's teslasciencefoundation.org. All right, um, a couple of other, other quick things. The ad-free chip-in for What on Earth is Happening to keep the show commercial-free currently still stands at $700. We need to raise $300 additional dollars by the end of January in order to keep the show commercial-free through the three-month period of February, March, and April. So if um, those who have made donations, thank you so much. It is enormously appreciated, and everyone has been doing a great job keeping that up. We still have a little bit more to go. So uh, if you want to make a donation, just uh, hit the uh, make a donation to keep, help keep the show ad-free button on the What on Earth is Happening homepage. Actually, that's on all the pages in the left-hand column. And um, – you'll receive instructions uh, there for how to go about uh, making a donation. Now, I am going to be adding Bitcoin instructions to the What on Earth is Happening donation pages because, again, this is something that uh, I've been getting into uh, more and more, and I'm going to um, you know, try to promote that effort for more people to get involved in the Bitcoin community. Truth, Freedom, Prosperity, uh, an activist group I work with here in Philadelphia, actually just held the East Coast Bitcoin Summit. You can watch all of that at uh, MikeSalvi'sWorld.com. Uh, Mike Salvi and Truth, Freedom, Prosperity actually hosted a conference all about Bitcoin, how it works, how to get involved with it. And um, that is actually up on uh, Mike Salvi's World uh, website. So check that out if you get a chance. Um, I watched it and it was very enlightening and uh, interesting. So uh, I opened up uh, a Bitcoin wallet and um, again, I think it's a good alternative uh, in a form of an electronic currency of the type of fiat currency that we have right now promoted by the Federal Reserve System and basically keeping us in debt slavery. So uh, the last event announcement or not really an event announcement is uh, – there is also a general support donation uh, button on the What on Earth is Happening website. Uh, this is separate than the uh, so the uh, effort for the chip-in effort for keeping What on Earth is Happening radio show commercial free. So those uh, donation buttons are right on the left-hand column of What on Earth is Happening. And if you uh, are in a position to do so, if you feel that there is value being given through this radio show, 
and the work that I do. If you uh, want to make a donation, any amount is welcome and uh, very much appreciated. So, with that having been said, let's jump into our um, discussion for today. I'm only really going to review a few things, and then we'll go to the phones. I've been really hammering on self-defense, the inherent right to self-defense. And when I talk with people and when I really try to put my finger on the pulse of where people's mind is at when it comes to this topic, I have to say that they're completely lost. They're completely destroyed. And they have no idea what rights are, what rights are not. They have no definition of what rights are at all. They don't know what wrong actions are, okay, harmful actions, wrongdoing. They cannot clearly define what a wrong is, and therefore they cannot clearly define what a right is, and this is the problem with humanity. This is why we're in the cage that we are in, and people can't even see that they're, in, they're living in a prison, that the, that the society you're already living in is a prison society. They can't see that. They can't accept that. They won't accept it. Their, their mind, their ego refuses to allow them to see the truth about the world, that they're slaves within it. And now, it doesn't have to be like that. Again, that's not, I'm not promoting a negative worldview. I'm not saying that this is our lot in life and it can't be changed. I'm saying this is how we've made the world. We have done this to ourselves because we will not live in a moral capacity. We will not understand what rights are. We refuse as a whole, okay, as a, a society in general. More people refuse to accept and live by what right is and will continue to engage in and support wrong actions, harmful actions, and condone harmful actions when other people are taking them as well. And they do this constantly and will tell you, no, I don't do that. Because they don't know truly what a harmful action is. They can't get to the definition because they have obfuscated understanding of words. And when words are obfuscated, your definition is lacking. You can't make an accurate definition. And what is a definition? What is definition? Definition is clarity. When we talk about the word definition, okay, from all of the possible things, you are explaining what something actually is. You're definiting, definite, not infinite, definite, okay? You are making something clear to understand better that which it is. When you have a higher definition, you have higher clarity. That's why people want higher definition TVs, so they can be brainwashed better through higher clarity, <laughs> okay? Now, but, but seriously, when we talk about definition, a higher resolution, a higher resolution monitor means that there is more clarity, higher definition, more clarity. The resolution is better, okay? That's what we're talking about when we talk about definitions. And I, I went over this last week that the, the meaning of words is so obfuscated in people's minds that you can't even begin a philosophical discussion with them because they're operating on a completely different connotative meaning 
of what they think a word actually means versus what its real definition is. And you'll get people that even will insist there is no such thing as an actual definition of words. People will actually say one person's definition is as valid as another person's and it's all a matter of opinion. These are solipsists. The, the ideology, the dangerous, poisoned worldview ideology that we covered in very early sections of the show, right on, on day one I talked about solipsism and this completely twisted, warped, dangerous ideology that there is no actual truth, that nothing can be defined, nothing can be, uh, you know, pinned down to what it actually is, how it actually occurred, you know, uh, that it definitely exists. This whole new age crap that there is no such thing as truth. You can never actually really know. You can never actually really get down to the 100% definitive truth of something. It's new age garbage put out there to try to obfuscate meaning. And when you can obfuscate meaning, you can get people to believe whatever you want. That's why we have people that don't understand the meaning of the words that they're speaking. You can't even have a conversation with someone who can't grasp what you're, how you're using a word. They won't even let you get to the point of defining, attempting to define what the word as we're using it means. They have their own internal dictionary definition in their twisted brain matter and they are insistent that that's what it means because the meaning that is wrong, that is the obfuscated meaning has been hammered into their mind through a process of repetition over and over and over and over. What I want to do here today as just to just start the discussion is to suggest that what I think we need is we need to be repeaters ourselves. We need to keep repeating the same thing over and over and over and over again. I joke around with with friends and with uh, you know other activists in the area that I call myself Mr. Broken Record. That's what I refer to myself as because I just keep saying the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over again endlessly repetitively because there is nothing new to say. There is nothing new under the sun as the old occult saying goes. There is nothing new. This, the truth has always been here with us for eternity. It will always be here. It can never be destroyed. That's why that's the last tagline on my website. All is love, fear is illusion, all beings are free. Truth can never be destroyed. It is an impossibility. Truth is inherent to creation. It is that which is. It cannot be destroyed. Only an ignorant and ignorant mindset, okay, and an ignorant population can refuse to look at the truth. But it's always there. They're just ignoring it. And that's what people who have completely obfuscated definitions of words are doing. They're ignoring the truth and they refuse to, their ego is so calcified, it refuses to allow them to see the reality that they're already embedded in, whether they want to accept it or not. The ego just wants to say, no, just keep believing what you believe. Don't look at what the truth is. Don't look at what's actually there. It's all about beliefs. It's all about opinions. It's all about likes and dislikes, okay? And forget about what the real meaning here is, forget about what the real definition is, keep believing your 
erroneous connotative meaning that's been put there through mind control repetition. What the people who do know real meanings of words need to do, need to do in mass, is to keep repeating the right, the correct definition of words over and over again for people and keep repeating simple axioms that are true over and over and over and over again. We need to be endless repeaters of the truth, endlessly putting it out there. See, when you have a repeater, when you connect a wireless repeater, for example, a piece of technology, it keeps extending it. It gets it out to a wider and wider range. That's what repetition does. Is it a form of mind control? Yes, it is a form of mind control. It is probably the most effective form of mind control that exists in the world. That's why we need to start using the same techniques to combat the, the form of mind control that takes people away from the truth. The same methodology can be used to take people toward the truth. Keep repeating the same thing, if it's true, over and over and over and over again. We are already free inherently. We are sovereign beings. There is no such thing as authority. It doesn't matter whether you believe it is or how many people believe that it is. That's the truth. Keep repeating it over and over and over and over again. You already have inherently the right to defend yourself with force if you are attacked with violence or if you are under the threat of violence. Keep repeating the same thing over and over and over and over again. That right exists in nature. It is yours. It is your property. You cannot be alienated from that right, period. Whether you want to or not, you can't be. No one can voluntarily choose to be a slave and advocate slavery and condone slavery being conducted to against others. That's not a right. Keep repeating that over and over and over and over and over again. That's the advocation of violence, which no one has a right to do. To say, I think you can continue, just continue to harm that person and take their rights and make them your slave. And stand by and do nothing and watch it happen. That's not a right. No one has that right. It do that right doesn't exist in nature. You're committing a wrong just by advocating it. Keep repeating it over and over and over. Eventually, it will stick into the mind. It will go into the subconscious mind. The truth cannot be unheard. That's why it's so important to continue to speak it. Continue to speak it endlessly. Endlessly. That's what this is all about. Willpower. History, you've heard the phrase, history is going to re reward the ones with the loudest voice. It's true. The universe is going to re reward the people who w use the will to speak their message endlessly, repetitively. And it, it, it's going to come out on the side of whether the person is operating within right or wrong. It, it, it doesn't matter. The universe isn't even going to make that distinction. That's why evil is winning right now because they keep putting their message out there forcefully and repeating it over and over and over again as an act of their will. The universe is going to ultimately reward that. And I know people will hate me for saying that. The universe is going to reward evil? Yes, it is. It is. It's not going to make a distinction. It's about a quantum event, a, a quantum amount. Whoever is the majority, it's going to be rewarded. 
That's why the world is the way it is, because more people want it this way than don't, believe it or not. That's another thing people can't stand me for saying. How could you say that, Mark? Because it's true. It, the world wouldn't be the way it is. We wouldn't have the slavery that we do if more people condone, didn't condone it. More people condone wrongdoing, theft, acts of theft, acts of slavery, acts of violence, than don't. That's why the world is full of violence and slavery. If less people condone that, we wouldn't have a world based on that. But we do. Because more people live that way and condone living that way. Is that harsh? Absolutely. It also happens to be true. No one wants to hear that because they don't want to hear we're doing this to ourselves. They want to hear this is something that is being done to us somehow and we're all victims in it. We're not. We're the ones doing it to ourselves. I said before, I'm not an apologist for humanity. Does mind control exist? Yes, it does. Ultimately, is that an excuse for what we continue to choose? No, it is not. It is not an excuse. It is a, it is a manipulative effort. It is an influence upon the conscious and subconscious mind, but that doesn't mean that that's what we must continue to choose. You know, you could call it mind influence more than mind control. Direct mind control was something very hard to put somebody under. That exists too. Hardcore, hardwired mind control like trauma-based mind control. But when we're talking about manipulation techniques, method, methodologies of manipulation, we're not talking about hardwired mind control. We're talking about mind influencing, mind manipulation. And everybody has a will. Everyone has free will. And if you choose, you can see the truth. You can step out of the darkness and into the light and you could choose to see that which is. But the problem is people are comfortable where they're at as a whole, as a society. And they're just choosing to remain ignorant because it's comfortable in that place of ignorance. It's very comfortable there. It doesn't involve work where we're at right now to stay ignorant. Okay, that just is the default condition right now and you could just do nothing if you want to stay that way. Learning the truth requires effort. You have to read. You have to study. You have to give up things. Make sacrifices. Meaning give up the things you are currently attached to. Do different actions than what you're doing now. Let go of other actions that you're doing now that are harmful or are condoning harm. People don't want to do that. They want to have their cake and eat it too. I want to continue to do this action and yet I want a different result. Well, guess what? It doesn't work that way. Sorry, but that's not how the universe you're currently living in operates. Hate to break the bad news to you. You know, it's like saying I want to pour, uh, I want to pour scalding hot water on my hands and I don't want them to be burned. Well, good luck. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy what you get. And that's what we're saying collectively as a species. That's how retarded we are. We are retarded, meaning we have been slowed down. Our, our progress in consciousness has been retarded, means slowed, blocked, held back, stopped, uh, thwarted from forward progress. That's what retardation is. And that's what we are. We are currently a species of retarded people. We have been retarded, held back. Because we've been held back from truth. And who's ultimately holding us back? We are. Because we won't give up 
the attachments, the egoic attachments. We want to have our way. We want to say theft is okay. That's And it's not going to affect me. The continuance of theft and the condoning of theft isn't going to keep me in a cage. We, we want to believe that. We think that we can believe that and therefore it becomes true. And so what I wanted to do here is talk about, just as a review at the end of the year, harmful actions and what earth really is, what earth has become, not what it is eternally, not what it needs to be. It doesn't need to be like this, does not have to be like this. It, it the, the way that the planet is now is not an eternal requirement. It can be changed anytime we want to step out of the ego, anytime that we want to give up our ways that are attached to theft, okay, and stop supporting violence and stop supporting wrongdoing, wrongful action, which is all violent and all forms of theft, okay, and learn the one spiritual law, the one law of all creation. There is only one law. All moral law, all spiritual law, all natural law, they're all the same thing. It comes down to one law. All right, so let's do a brief review, and then I want to go to the phones and see if people did uh, had to have any results about the little uh, experiment that we were going to do regarding the word anarchy. I'll explain that before we go to the phones, but if you're taking a look at the uh, slides that are posted with the um, uh, on the radio show page and will also be posted with the podcast, you'll see that slide number one was the Free Your Mind 2 conference poster. Slide number two was a poster for the um, uh, Free Your Mind 2 conference. Uh, Money Bomb Radio Marathon coming up on American Freedom Radio on January 13th. Uh, slide three was the Why Tesla Matters conference. And slide four is the uh, slide that I posted with last week's show on anarchy. Okay, and I'll, I'll go back to that as we go to the phones. Let me skip ahead to slide number five, which is a review of harmful actions, what I called natural law transgressions. I've written it here in parentheses, transgressions against natural law. Okay, and you know uh, I'm not going to split hairs about uh, and get into semantics about the word natural or the phrase natural law. People can go back and understand for, by listening to the podcast that I did on this topic what I am talking about when I use the term natural law. And people need to stop being baby spoon fed the meaning of terms as I'm using them. First of all, if you come in and you're listening to a show late in the game. This is episode number 137 in this podcast series in, on this radio show. Uh, bad idea to start here, obviously. Okay, You need to go back to number one, start from there, and proceed in order because this show, this podcast, this series of information is a tapestry, and it is not meant to be taken out of order. It is very specifically tailored in a linear progression to build information upon prerequisite information. That means you can't study chapter 8 until you've studied chapter 1. That chapter 1 is a prerequisite for chapter 8. Well, shows number, 100 and, uh, shows number 1 through 136 are prerequisites for show number 137. That's how it works. We're building on top of a foundation that we've already established. And that's why as we move forward, it's going to seem more and more confusing to people who won't listen from show number one. 
Okay, so I want to emphasize that and I want to continue to emphasize that, that this is a progression that is built for those who are largely trapped in the sick worldview, okay, of statism and authoritarianism. And it is meant for people who are largely in the left brain. That's why it is organized in a logical sequence, a linear progression to take people who are of that bent through the information in a logical stepwise progression. That's how people come out of the mind control, okay? So with that having been said, this is a form of a review of stuff that we did on natural law. And again, I call it spiritual law. The word netter in Egyptian or Kemetian, ancient Egyptian, okay, means spirit. That's what netter, the word natural, netteral, comes from the word spirit in Kemetian, so we're talking about spiritual law. And again, the term natural law has just simply been used to mean that, that which everything is governed by, the natural world. It doesn't mean your erroneous notion of the natural order as defined by Darwin and other eugenicists. Okay, That's not what we're talking about. The natural order has nothing to do with natural law, the fake natural order that of, you know, uh, the most vicious rules the roost. That has nothing to do with reality at all because that isn't how it works anyway in reality. And it has absolutely nothing to do with natural law, the term I'm using, which means the inherent, non-man-made, binding and immutable conditions that govern the consequences of all behavior in the cosmos. That's what I mean by cosmic spiritual law or the term quote natural law unquote so when we look at the transgressions against natural law we see there is no form of wrongdoing that that is not a form of theft every single wrongdoing that exists that man is capable of taking every single solitary harmful action that any human being on earth or anywhere else is capable of taking is a form of theft just do this as a mental exercise sit meditate upon this don't meditate upon it contemplate upon it better choice of words contemplate this okay sit there and contemplate think of a wrongdoing think of a wrongful action think of an action that causes harm to another being Every single solitary form of action that a human being is capable of taking that is harmful, that is a wrongdoing, that is a transgression against cosmic spiritual law is a form of theft. Every single one. You, you murder, that's taking someone's life. That life was not your property. It did not belong to you. Therefore, you stole it. That's a form of theft. You take a physical object from somebody that doesn't belong to you, let's take a look at gun confiscation. That's not your gun. That's not your property. You have no right to it. It's someone else's. You try to take it from them, you engaged in theft, wrongful action, transgression against spiritual law. Taxation. You're taking someone's labor, the, the fruit of their labor, regardless of what it happens to be, whether it's physical goods, money, uh, some form of currency, you are taking something which you did not earn. It's not, there, you have no rightful claim to it. You're telling them, you're my slave, basically. I'm going to take what you have. That's all it is. I don't care what you're going to do with it or how altruistic or humanitarian the, the claimed purpose of you taking it is. It's still a form of theft. 
It's still theft, period. All taxation, property taxes, either something's your property or it's someone else's property. I don't see how people can't clearly understand that because their mind is stuck in Orwellian doublethink. They think A equals B and B equals C. You know, they can't understand the concept of A is A, B is B, C is C. They don't get that. Simple objective reality does not compute with them because they just believe whatever the state says. That's all it is. There's brainwashed statist, authoritarianist. That's it. They're an archonist. That's, that's my new term. Uh, for, forget the term statist. I mean, don't forget it. Understand what it is and means. But I'm supplementing that term, you know, authoritarianist or um, statist. I like the term archonist. To me, that explains it more fully. You support the archons, the masters, the rulers, those who think they're an authority, those who think they own other people. Imagine a scumbag psychopath who thinks they own another living being. They, you own me, really. You own anybody, really, you do. For real? Well, the time is coming when there's going to be more people who are willing to stand up and prove that you don't own anybody. The time is coming. We're getting closer. We're not there yet, but we're getting closer. And that is going to be the real new age. You, you want to talk about a new age movement? That's going to be the real new age that we're going to move into. When enough people say no and mean it and back it up with teeth, that's going to be the new age. Now, again, I can talk about a quote or an idea that somebody else had, and I don't have to subscribe to the way they lived or think that they were some kind of great person. So I'm going to do a show, and I might even do shows here on uh, Crowley's ideas and some of his philosophy. And I might do a show on Thelema, which grew out of Crowley's philosophies. But one thing I happen to agree with on Aleister Crowley is the concept that he meant by the Aeon of Horus, the rising sun, the true will being born into creation and what that's going to look like in the world. And people think it's going to be some wonderful, peaceful thing. And it's not, it's not, it's going to be the time when enough people decide to say no to living under slavery. And you think the masters and the ones that they have under their command are just going to back down, folks? They're just going to say, oh, sorry about that. We were wrong. Let us make it up to you. That's not how it's going to go at all when the Aeon of Horus dawns. It's going to be really, really ugly. I don't believe in the, these new, this new age nonsense of some cosmic spiritual enlightenment that's going to hit people like a big Satori lightning bolt all at once. That's not, there's no evidence for that at all. At all. What there's evidence for is that the will to power is growing stronger and stronger, and yet there's an undercurrent of a will to freedom that's also growing stronger and stronger. And that irresistible force and immovable object are going to collide at some future point. That's what I see the future holding personally to give you my take at the beginning of a new year. That's how I see this going. 
And I don't see it being a pretty thing. I see it being a bloody birth of something new and wonderful, but bloody nonetheless. Because you got to understand the golems, the trolls that these scumbag psychopaths have created. The trolls, the, the slime. They're not even human, these statists. They're psychopaths themselves. They only care about themselves. That's all they care about. Money is their god to a large extent. They care about nothing. They have no compassion for other living beings. They condone violence and theft. That's it. Whether they can see that that's what they do or not is irrelevant. They're still doing it. They're still taking the action. They're still supporting violence. And enough people eventually are going to rise and say, no, I will not continue to live like this. See, I tell people I'm not humanity's servant. I'm not a slave to humanity. I'm not their servant. But see, is a, is a waiter in a restaurant a slave? No, they are a servant though. That's the form of servant I am. I'm not a servant in the form that humanity is my master and I'm serving them. I am a bringer of information, of truth to people. It is up to them whether they take it, whether they take the plate from me and then serve themselves. You can bring them the food. You can't make them eat it. And think about it. It's called a waiter. And that's what I am. I'm a waiter. Welcome to M Mr. Broken Record, the waiter show. That's what this is. I say the same thing over and over again, and all I'm doing is waiting for other, other people to catch up when they finally understand. And think about it. It means you're waiting, a waiter, a servant. So in that sense, I am a servant of humanity, but I'm not, I'm not, that, they're not my employees. When you go to a restaurant, you know, your employees are the restaurant establishment owner. Therefore, my employer is the truth. And in this place called Earth, I'm a waiter. I'm a servant. I bring the truth to people. I serve that force. That's it. That's, all, that's, that's what I'm here to do. As far as attachment to the outcome of what the people are choosing on the menu whether they're accepting what's being brought to them or not, that's not up to me. That's their karma. And people think I am so emotionally invested in this just because I put some passion into my voice and I get angry that people are daring to infringe upon my rights and other free beings' rights. Well, I should get angry and so should you. It's called righteous anger. That doesn't mean I have emotional attachment to what humanity as a whole is choosing. Don't get it confused. Don't get it twisted. That's other people's karma, not mine. I've already made my choice and cast my dice, okay? The die has been cast for me. I've chosen the right side. I've already chosen the winning side. Whether anybody recognizes that or, recognizes that or understands it or not, the truth can never be destroyed. It doesn't make a difference if humanity is going to be destroyed. Truth will still exist. This is why these psychopaths hate themselves so much. They, they hate the fact that they are living in a universe where truth can never be destroyed. 
doesn't make a difference. Just like it said in that Twilight Zone episode, I'm just a reminder to you that you can never destroy truth. That's what the librarian in the episode of the Twilight Zone called the obsolete man says to the authoritarian dictator who is looking down at him at like, you know, it, with such contempt because he's a librarian and he dares to have books that can convey knowledge of truth. He tells him, I'm just a re constant reminder to you that you can never destroy truth. And that's all this is about. Serving truth and what people do with it is their karma. That's their business. So I don't have an emotional attachment to the outcome of this prison because that's the, the other part I want to get to after we finish with the harmful actions, okay? And understanding every harmful action is a form of theft. What earth in the current form is now? And again, it's not what it is eternally or what it has to be. It is not made to be like this for eternity. It's what we have turned it into, perhaps would be a better way of putting it, okay? So do the mental exercise. Every form of wrongdoing is a form of theft. Whether you're stealing life, freedom, or property, think about it. That's why life, liberty, and property is what the Declaration of Independence was supposed to really be protecting, uh, talking about uh, standing up for. Instead, they changed it to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, which is something that is a lot more ambiguous. And people get into, well, what makes you happy? And that's different than what makes me happy. But property that should have been kept in there because that's about ownership. Ownership rights. And there is such a thing. The people think that there's no kind of, no form of property. You need to get your head out from up your rear end and understand there is property. That's what this whole thing is about. Folks, the whole thing is about property. What property is. What you have a right to own and what you don't have a right to take. That's what this whole spiritual construct called the earth is all about. Property rights. You own your life, your freedom, your rights. And the physical things that you happen to be using, your property. And there is such a thing. It's not a construct. It exists in nature. Property is not a mental human construct. It exists in nature. It exists in nature because it's based upon rights. And this is what people got to get through the thick skull. The, the calcified ego that is just like, it's like an eight inch bone inside the brain. You know, it's just hardened into just stone instead of there being any real active gray matter there literally that's how that's what people that's why people are blockheads they're blocked they've been made into retards retarded is that harsh yes it is it's extraordinarily harsh i'm not talking about people with specific you know genetic or uh degenerative conditions i'm talking about People who otherwise are in good health, but their brain is burnt of their own design, of their own choosing. They have a burnt brain. And again, 
I'm not, this isn't going to get any more pleasant, folks. I'm not here to be your friend. I'm not your friend. I'm not here to be your friend. It's not a popularity contest. I'm not interested in being liked. I don't care whether you like me. I'm here to serve truth. That's it. I'm going to be increasingly vitriolic, more vitriol. I talked about that before. That's an alchemical concept. Visita interiora terre, rectificandum, inviens occultum lapidem. That means visit the interior of the earth and through rectification, through making it upright again, you will discover the hidden stone. Purification, making it upright, rectify it. It means go within yourself, go within that calcified ego, break it down, vitriol, acid. I'm not about pleasant speech, in case you couldn't tell from day one. We need to be more vitriolic. Stop being apologetic for speaking the truth to morons, to idiots. You need to pour the acid upon them. Vitriolic speech imbued with righteous anger. That's the approach I think is going to be most effective. Forget placating their ego. This is new age bullshit, folks. Placating people's ego. Baby spoon feeding them something that is true, that they don't want to see. And in the meantime, advocating violence and the abuse and usurpation of other people's rights. And you're going to baby spoon feed them with nice speech? Where has that gotten us in the last 40, 50, 60, 70 years? Nowhere. Into a deeper cage. That's where it's gotten us, folks. Into a deeper cage. Stop using the baby spoon. Stop being nice to people who advocate theft. You need to tell them, idiot, you're an advocate of theft. Try to understand it. I know your brain is totally burnt, but think about it. You're advocating something that isn't yours being taken. This person's, what they make doesn't belong to anybody else. It's theirs. It's their right to keep it. They can voluntarily give it to somebody, but once you force somebody to give something to somebody else, that's called theft, and it's backed by violence. Stop advocating theft and violence. Stop condoning it. If you Look, here's what it comes down to. If you support government in any form, no matter how little, you're an advocate of theft because you're an advocate of authority. Government presumes to tell people, we may take this amount from people that they make. I don't care how small it is. Again, I, I saw this thing on Facebook about slavery is often defined as 100% of someone's labor and property being owned by someone else. Someone having a right to take, somehow being magically imbued with a right, quote unquote, to take 100% of somebody else's 
the product of their labor. And then it posed the question, at what percentage is it not slavery? Is it not slavery at 90% of taking some the product of someone else's labor or property? Let's say you leave them with 10 and you take 90. Is that not slavery anymore? How about 50%? Will we not call it slavery then? What about at 20%? I'm just going to take 20%. You can keep 80, but I'm taking 20 of what you earned or made. Is that not slavery anymore because it's only 20%? What about 10%? Making a demand on someone else's property and telling them you're going to commit violence to them if you don't give it, hand it over. Because I say I'm right with what I'm going to do with it. Therefore, I have the right to, to do as I please with it and confiscate it from you by violence. At 10%, is it not slavery? What about 1%? Does that suddenly magically make it not slavery anymore? You got to understand property rights, property rights. Either you have the right to have property or you're a slave. Either you have a right to keep property or you're a slave. And that's what we're living in. We're living in feudalism, slavery. That's the, all forms of government are. All forms of government are feudalism, slavery. That's it. That's all it is. There is no such thing as an amount of government that will be good. This magic number. Oh, we're going to reach this magic ratio of control and freedom. Yeah, that's that, that that's that's going to be constitutional republic over here on, on this imaginary uh, you know, political spectrum and that's just the right mi- mixture of slavery and freedom. Please get out of your own head. Get out of the head cage because that's where you're at. That's what you're in. You're in the head cage. Deep in it too. Because the ego doesn't want to let it go and you want to continue to advocate and condone theft. And that's all it comes down to, folks. Every form of wrongdoing is theft. There's no wrong. Anybody here can call up with a form of wrongdoing and I will explain to you how it's theft. All you need to do is think it through and you will understand anything that you have no right to do is a form of taking something from someone else. That's it. And that's all you're here to learn. So, life is property, rights are property, freedom is property. And I I put this down on slide number five. Really study it. That's a very, very powerful message, what is up there on slide five. Print it out. Look at it. Study it. Give it to other people. Ask them what they think about it. You have to understand that. You have to stand under. This principle, the principle that is put forward here is above you. It's above me. It's above all of us. It is natural law. By definition, we stand under it. Whether we accept that or acknowledge it or, under, or, or recognize that or not, we are understanding natural law, meaning we cannot stand above it. Literally, not figurative speech. I'm talking literally. You can't. That's why this is above you in a cosmic sense as far as it binds you, it binds your actions. It is the only thing you are a slave to and can never be free from, if you want to even use that term. I don't even look at it as it enslaves us. Binding and enslaving are two different things. In this sense, binding means holding together. This is what actually makes us integral, integrity, holding together, bound together. Slavery is coercion. 
This isn't the universe's form of coercion. It's the universe's form of making sure we are intact. That we, this is what actually keeps people safe. The understanding of natural law. The understanding of what wrongs are so that you understand what rights are. And then you live within those parameters set by the cosmic law. And that is the, the gateway, the pathway to true freedom. The problem is we think we're above that. We think we can somehow stand above natural law and somehow we're going to prosper. Well, attempting to do that is what puts us into chains. That's the very thing. That level of calcification of ego and insistence that you have rights that you don't and insistence that you're going to conduct theft and advocate other people conducting theft is what puts us into bondage. And people need to understand that's the dynamic. That is the dynamic we need to grasp. So what is the earth? What is this place? You know, what have we turned the earth into is a better way of looking at it. It doesn't have to be like this. That's a, that's a phrase that really needs to be understood and spoken more to people. The current condition does not have to be like this. If you think it's eternally like this and it, it was always this way, it is this way now, and it always must be this way, you, that's poisoned worldview. You don't understand. We're making it like this continuously. We're the ones creating it. There is no other per being that is creating the reality that we are experiencing except us. That's it. We are doing it. The creator puts natural law into effect, imbues us with free will, and there we go. Off to the races, creating what we want. And we can create anything. Think about it. Infinite possibilities to create. And what is humanity choosing? Let's make a prison. Great job. We'll be right back after this quick two-minute station break. Stay with us. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening here on Oracle Broadcasting. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. I was just about to get into what we've created for ourselves here on the Earth, what we've turned the Earth into in its current form, in its current incarnation. <clears throat> and I've listed this on slide number six for today's show. Earth in its current form is a prison for thieves. A prison for thieves. You want to know what kind of prison planet this is? This is the prison for thieves. It's a cosmic prison, and it's where thieves go to work out an understanding that it's not okay to be a thief. Since every form of wrongdoing that could possibly be conducted against another being is a form of theft, 
There's a reason people are enslaved here. There's a reason that earth is currently a prison. Doesn't have to be, can be a paradise if we choose. We can use our free will to make that happen. N not enough of us want that. Why is the earth a bad place? Why are there so many bad people? Because more people want it to be that way than not. Get over it, folks. Get as angry about me saying that as you want. We do it to ourselves. We have made this condition. We. Yes, we. As in collectively humanity. Comprised of all the eyes of humanity. All the individuals. When you put all of that together, that forms a big we. There is a finite amount of people living on the planet Earth. And I'm call, referring to all of those individuals as we, meaning every being that is a human being living on the planet. The collective we, quote unquote. We have done this to ourselves because more of us want to live a, the aggression ideology. They want to live in a way where they're still conducting violence against other people or condoning violence. Uh, violence against other people committing and condoning violence so human beings are confined to the earth uh, you hear one of the things i do agree with with some of these strange new agey uh concepts is that the earth is quarantined absolutely true you're not going anywhere anywhere they say death is no cure for ignorance believe it Know it. You're not getting out of here till you get the lesson. Till you understand the law. And again, this has nothing to do with me, folks. Nothing whatsoever. It's not because I say it's this way. I understand this. That's all. And I, in that sense, I am absolutely not special. I am not any more privileged. I have no magical powers than anyone else lacks okay there's nothing that inherently makes me different that i can grasp this and somehow it, it, it is magically eludes other people i am not different in that capacity i just happen to understand it i happen to have a grasp of the non-aggression principle and the one spiritual single spiritual law that's it and the one law all natural law can be summed down into one phrase, two words, two words, nine letters, nine letters with an apostrophe. Don't steal. That's it. That's it. Understand what your property rights are. Understand what they're not. Don't take that which doesn't belong to you. The end. The end. I don't know. I don't know if anyone has actually really condensed it down that succinctly. That that's what natural law is. That's what the whole earth right now in this current incarnation is about. It's a prison for thieves. All people who want to continue to be a thief, who want to continue to steal, who want to continue to advocate theft. And you're all here to come to an understanding with creation. With natural law. Understanding. Meaning. You're going to continue to be held. Bound. 
in, a, in this prison, chained here by your own free will choosing. Nothing else is holding us in this prison. Nothing else is continuing to make this be a prison except our own erroneous use of free will. That's it. We don't know how to consciously create. And therefore, through our ignorance, we're creating unconsciously. We will continue to exist imprisoned on the prison planet called the Earth, the theft prison, the thieve prison, okay, until we stop committing theft and stop condoning other people from committing theft. Stop condoning that action. Stop committing it ourselves and stop condoning that other people be allowed to be thieves with impunity. That's it. It doesn't really get any simpler than that, folks. That's about as simple as I can boil it down in, in, in simple English language terms. If you can't grasp it, there's something wrong with your brain. Because you, you, you can't ask for a simpler definition. What is natural law? Don't steal. That's it. Understand what's yours. Understand what's not yours. Stop taking things that aren't yours. That's natural law. That's it. And because we won't live by that law, we're in a cage. That's why we're in jail. We're in a cage. We're in a prison collectively because we want to continue to be thieves and not Understand that we're taking that which doesn't belong to us and we, we want to continue to condone that act. That's it. So con concurrent to this understanding, last week we talked about one of the biggest groups of thieves in the world, all governments. All governments, no matter what kind of government it is, no matter where it's at on the face of the earth, no matter what culture has brought it into existence no matter what time period of history. Every single government that has ever existed on the face of the earth, external government, let's call it, okay? Because there is real government called internal government, meaning that you control your own thoughts, emotions, and actions, and that's real. Every illusory form of externalized government, the claim of authority on other people, Every single person who is doing that or advocating it is a thief and they're a slave. It is the ideology of slavery. It is one of the two religions of slavery, government and money, the two religions of slavery, fake money. Again, you got to understand there's a real version and there's a fake version. Just like there's a real government, which is internal. There's a fake version, which is external. The real one eye is spiritual enlightenment. The fake one eye is all forms of what we call currencies. We talked about this group, the archonists, the ones who accept that there is such a thing as masters and slaves, all people who acknowledge government, condone its existence, condone its continuity, are archonists. We talked about what the word anarchy really means last week, and I put that in slide number four. The word anarchy comes from two Greek words, a prefix and a noun. The prefix an, in Greek it's spelled alpha nu, okay, <clears throat> means when you tack it onto the beginning of a word without or the absence of, not present in other words. 
lacking, not present, absent, okay, without, not having this. However you want to word it or look at it, that's what an, a or an means. So an at the beginning of anarchy means without or not present or the absence of. And then the second part, A-R-C-H-Y, archi, comes from the Greek word, the noun in Greek, archon, A-R-C-H-O-N, transliterated into English. In Greek, this would be spelled alpha, rho, chi, omicron, nu, archon, okay? So, uh, what is an archon in the Greek language? It means a master, as in one who owns and keeps slaves, or a ruler, as in a king who has subjects that must obey his whims, that must obey his authority. He owns other people. He is the owner of other people. That's all an archon is. If you believe in government, you are an archonist. That means you believe certain people are masters, other people are slaves, certain people have rights that other people don't have, and certain people have a moral obligation to obey the whims and commands of those who are their masters. And that's what all government is, if you're being honest with yourself. If you want to be a liar, if you want to be a person who is ignorant and who wants to ignore reality of what it really is, go and tell yourself that's not what government is. It'll never make it true. You can go and believe whatever you want about what you think government is, but what it is is a claim of authority on other people's lives. That's it. It's the simplest way of putting what government is. And how it's perpetuated is right in the word. Guverna, gubernare, or guberna, gubernare in Latin means to control, mens, mentis. And yes, that is the second part of the word etymologically, whether you understand that or acknowledge it or not. Yes, it is. It means to control the mind. Mens, mentis means mind. So government literally is to control the mind. And that's how they get people to believe this nonsense that doesn't exist. That's an illusion in a diseased human psyche by controlling their mind, by influencing and manipulating the mind. So all anarchy means is the absence of masters. No masters. Well, you tell people, well, there's no masters here. There's no masters and rulers. There's no masters and slaves. We don't have masters and slaves relationships here. Okay? That doesn't exist here. And what would people say? Well, you know, you have a free society then. You have freedom. You have equality under, under natural law. Everybody has equal rights. Nobody has rights that other people don't, don't have. That's called freedom. People living according to the non-aggression principle. Natural law. But no. People think this means chaos. It can never happen. We can never have this condition. That's crazy. You could never have a state. You could never have a condition on earth when there, where there are no rulers and masters, where there is no authority. They actually believe this nonsense. They actually believe their own nonsense. That that could never exist. That this is the natural spiritual condition of humanity everywhere. No matter where intelligent life exists in the cosmos, this is the natural state. Anarchy. No masters, no rulers. The only thing the entire cosmos is ruled by is natural law. That's it. You are ruled ultimately by the all. 
If you want to call that God, go ahead. I don't, that does, it's meaningless to me that that term, people get all hung up on it. Whether you want to acknowledge that that's the creative force, the underlying unified field aspect of creative intelligence that is inherent to the universe, however you want to word it, it doesn't matter to me. That's your business. This is an intelligent, creative field that we are living in. It is the authority. That's it. That means the totality of everything has put natural law into effect along with free will. Natural law is the deterministic component to the universe. Free will is the chaotic component to the universe. That's it. That which really cannot be controlled because we always have the ability to make a choice at any given time. So you have the randomness component called free will in conjunction with the deterministic component called natural law. And that's what we create through. Do we guide our free will in conjunction with the law that ultimately governs and binds us and determines what the experience we get as a result of our behavior is? So you could say, well, then free will becomes an illusion. If you want to look at it like that, does that mean you're a slave? That you're ultimately, you know, somehow in a, in a big cage called the universe? I don't look at the universe like that. This law exists because it is the balance principle that is put here for our betterment and our spiritual uplift. That's what it's here for. It's not here to torture us. Natural law is here to care for us. That's the only authority we need to bend the knee to. To, to live according to the non-aggression principle. Stop putting your ego over, over other people's rights. Stop believing that you can condone theft and somehow that's okay. That's called justification. You're trying to create a right that doesn't exist by saying it's okay for violence to be conducted here. No, it's never okay for violence to be conducted. Don't get that confused with the defensive use of force. Understand the non-aggression principle goes hand in hand with the self-defense principle. If you're being accosted with violence, you have a, an inherent right already to respond with defensive use of force. That's it. It's so simple. It's stupid. It's so simple. You have to be such an idiot not to get it. I mean, people should be horrifically ashamed of themselves. And, and not, don't pat somebody on the back. Go, oh dear, there, there, there. It's it's so terrible that you don't, that you don't get it. No. Hammer them. Tell them it's not okay for you to condone this. It's not okay for you to support violence. You're not right. You're not in the right. You don't have the right. You never had the right. Get out of your ego. Get out of your head. Start understanding what violence is. Start understanding you don't have a right to it. Start understanding what wrongdoing is. Start understanding you don't have a right to it. Stop acting like a child. Stop acting like an ignoramus. It's not okay. It's not okay. This new age approach needs to go, folks. It needs to go. It's junk. It's junk. It doesn't work. People are not getting the message. I'm telling you, I went to the, 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 this uh, Mind Body Spirit Expo here in Philly, and it's full of statists, full of people who advocate the continuance of government and think it's okay. They don't understand the non-aggression principle at all, at all, at all. And they call themselves spiritual. They call themselves spiritual. 
They don't get it at all because they they've been they've bought a lie. They've bought this junk lie that enlightenment is all about my happiness. It's all about me being as elated as possible at all times of the day and never letting anything disturb my field of energy around me so I could hold the space. You know what to do with that? You know where you can cram it, okay? It's it's bunk. The whole thing is just all, It's I call it the last cul-de-sac before the gold gold mine. They're not getting spiritual gold. They think it's never about getting angry about anything. They think it's always about being happy at all times. Let me tell you something. Enlightenment is not about your happiness, folks. If you believe that, you believe New Age bunk religion. Enlightenment is about getting pissed off when you see that we've built a prison here out of all infinite possibility that we could have created. It's about seeing all the dirt that exists in the world and recognizing it for what it is and being honest about it. And it's a destructive process. It means the truth is coming in and destroying the lie. And you're seeing as the room fills up with light that there's, there's feces smeared all over the walls. Okay? That's what enlightenment is. This new age idea of enlightenment is junk. Junk. And it needs to be rejected. The light is not here to make you feel so elated and happy that you're like a drug you're like you're on drugs because that's what these new agers are like. They're so disgrounded. They're so floating in some spiritual coma that it's it's like and it literally is they're on a drug. They ha- they have endorphins flooding into the brain from from constant meditation and this constant non-engagement with true reality that what is an endorphin folks? It's an endogenous morphine. They are on drugs. That's what an a right brain imbalanced brain is all about. You're pumping so many endogenous morphines or endorphins into the bloodstream and into the brain that you're totally in a state of imbalance. Get out of this new age bunk ideology. It's not true. It's not true. It's another religion to get you to stand down and give up your rights. And these people all believe in government and believe, oh yeah, we should have government. Yeah. All advocates of violence and theft. Every one of them. And just because you don't have the imagination to envision a world of people living without this sick institution of violence doesn't mean it isn't possible. That's your limitation of your imagination because it's been stifled and retarded. It has been stopped from flowing. That's the problem with the world is that the imagination has been retarded in people. Look up the definition of the verb retard. The the word retard is not a noun. It's a verb. It's an action. It means to slow down, to stop the forward progress of, to hold back. Understand the real meanings of words instead of what you think it means. So we did an experiment. I know I've talked way more than I even wanted to. I wanted to get to the phones. Let's go to the phones. We have several callers hanging on. That's all I'm going to say. That's my year in review. Okay. How's that? This is what people need to know and understand and stop being polite about it with people. That time is so far past, so far past to be polite about this with the state of the world. 
that it's in now. That if you're still in the new age baby spoon, I'm going to baby spoon the, these little candied apples, uh, you know, candied carrots to, to the little baby. If you're still in that approach, I don't know what to tell you. I think you are, you have been retarded yourself. You, your spiritual understanding has been so slowed down if you think that's what we're here to do. We, are, we need to be putting this in people's faces directly and unapologetically. Why? Because this position is the right. That's why. If you have the right, do not be fearful to bring it forcefully to people. Not violently, but forcefully to people. Forcefully. Full of force. Use your will to speak it into creation. And say it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And never stop saying it because it's true. I want to hear if anybody did the uh, social experiment that I gave people last week that I suggested. Do people have an accurate understanding of simple words or are the definitions and the meanings of words completely obfuscated in their mind? Now let me give you my result before we go to the phones. I did this with four individuals around a table, okay? And I gave them a slip of paper with the word anarchy written on it. And I gave them a second slip of paper with the phrase, no rulers, no masters written on it. And I asked them on each piece of paper, just flip it over to the back and write down one single word that you equate in your mind, word association, you associate with this word or phrase. Don't think about it too much. Give me your snap intuitive gut response of what word jumps into your mind when you see this phrase or this word. Now, not one person wrote down the same thing. And th that's what the experiment is actually all about. It's to see if you know that when I gave you the slip of paper anarchy, and then I gave you the slip of paper no rulers, no masters, I actually gave you the definition of anarchy. So if you wrote down no rulers, no masters, or on, on no rulers, no masters, you wrote down anarchy, you would be correct. Simultaneously, you would also be correct if on both pieces of paper, you simply wrote down the word freedom, because that's what both of these states are. So the, the two correct responses, but see, you, could, you can't write down no rulers, no masters on anarchy. So you would have to phrase the absence of rulers or masters in one word, which would be anti-authoritarianism, which is a long word, but that would probably be an acceptable response for both. If you wrote down under anarchy, anti-authoritarianism, and if you wrote down under no rulers, no masters, anti-authoritarianism, you'd be correct. But think about it. What is the state of anti-authoritarianism? That means there is no, no rulers and no masters. There is no master and slave relationship. That is this condition called freedom. So the real right response here, if we really want to be honest, there's only one right response to write down for both pieces of paper. And that would be the one word, freedom. That's it.
So that didn't happen for anything except no rulers, no masters. Everybody writes different things for anarchy. Most people write down chaos. One person wrote down guns. One person wrote down, um, uh, like, um, I guess it was something to the effect of, um, uh, like strife or, um, it, it was in some sort of an equivalent to chaos, like, uh, uprising that that was it uprising okay so i got a couple different words for for anarchy too i got chaos i got uh uprising i got guns i don't know how they you know they sort of equate the word anarchy and guns in their mind and that's okay you know if you think that that's what it's going to take to get to that state maybe you know that's <laughs> somewhat accurate unfortunately but um almost everybody under no rulers no no masters writes down the word freedom they seem to understand that intuitively enough, but for the word anarchy, they can't make that equation because they've been conditioned through endless repetition to believe through the media and the mind controllers to believe that anarchy means chaos. You know, it does not mean mayhem. There is no accurate definition of the word anarchy that means chaos or mayhem. So let's go to the phones. If anybody did this, Feel free to share your uh, responses that you got. And uh, if you didn't, anything that you want to talk about, about the future of humanity is fair game for today's show. So here we go. Ivan in Phoenix, you are live on What on Earth is Happening. Welcome, my friend. Hello, Mark. Can you hear me good today? Yes, you're coming in loud and clear. Thank you. Okay, good. I went ahead and held on to taking my break until now, so that way uh, I can make sure you can hear me clearly. Okay, yeah, I did the uh, social experiment yesterday here at work. I had about 36 participants. Awesome. That is I awesome, broke, man. I, I broke it down evenly. That way I could have 18 on each. Okay. So so what, what were your results? I wrote down, all right, under, um, let me start with no rulers, no masters. I had 11 that were pretty good answers and then the remaining like seven were you know just people who had no idea you know they were kind of like love selfish relief school college you well, know well, okay, well let's so say lo lo love isn't a bad answer for that that that's fine because i also uh, agree that that is okay. the state of love absolutely so that that's that's pretty okay. good all right so you, how many wrote okay. freedom how many wrote down freedom okay i had Four who actually wrote down freedom out of eighteen. Wow, that's 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 pretty it, interesting. You can make it five. You can make it five because one wrote down no slaves. So okay, that's well that's kinda, two words okay, that no they kind of went against the instructions. But okay, all right. Well, so, I, I, I only told them basically just write down the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. So I wasn't I, as I instructed as, you know, I instructed people to write down only one word when I did it. So that okay. met, that confined their answer on the other side, but uh, that's okay. okay. So um, and one person wrote down love. That's that's an interesting and what I would call a, a, a correct response. Um, what else? What other responses did you get for that phrase? Okay, under no rulers and no masters, these four I lumped together, which were pretty interesting. I got lost, confusion. What? Whoa! whoa, whoa. All right, hold on, hold on. Take them one at a time. Lost. Imagine lost. That. no rulers and lost. no masters. They, they they pick up lost. Wow, like a pet. Like, see how do you see the worldview of people? Yep. Some people literally like a domesticated animal. That's the first yep. thing that came to their mind. They didn't even associate it probably with themselves, but it tells you what they really think about themselves. 
a right. domesticated animal then, loss. Oh mm-hmm. man, that's that is telling, and that that that's I I feel very very. Uh, my, my heart just goes out to somebody who's in that mindset. Lost. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. W- what other words? Uh, another word was confusion. Wow. So the same thing is lost. Wow. Mm-hmm. And see, here, here is the actual internal state, okay, that they believe you have to have an external master to keep from happening. Confusion right. is actually the result of uh, internal no ruler, non-rulership. When there's internal anarchy, that's a bad thing. You need internal monarchy controlling the self. See, and they equated the state of no rulers and no masters with confusion externally in society. There would be confusion everywhere if we didn't have rulers and masters. Imagine that this is where people's mind is at. At least this was the majority. These four people put things down like, like this. What were the other two? All right. Uh, crime. So that's, crime. I guess, an effect. Only they're, they're rulers and masters have- prevent crime. Of course. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you, need an, you need a master for there to be good behavior. So you need a master mm-hmm. to, for there to be nonviolence. Absolutely. Didn't you know? Oh, mm-hmm. these people are sick. Sick. <laughs> okay, what and else? And then the last, the last one was, uh, again, they put two words, but you know, no brain. So I guess brainless. If you have wow. no rulers, no masters, brainless. <laughs> oh my God, I, folks! Just I mean, do you, do you see? This is a great example. Do you see where some people are at? Can you see where most people are at? I would say. I mean, this is brainless. You are brainless if you believe that you're not a slave. Wow, wow is all I can say. You know, folks. Another thing that people get very angry at me for saying in person often too is if I ever were reunited with some of the dark occultists that I worked with in my past, I absolutely would not in any way want to do anything violent to them. I would absolutely not want to even speak harshly to them. I would go up to them. I would offer a hand of – I would extend a hand of good greeting and friendship and I would say – well done, sir. I never would have believed it was possible. That is how I would greet my former occultist um, cohorts, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, um, companions, uh, associates, however you want to look at it. But that is what I would do. I, I would just say where you have brought human consciousness or unconsciousness as the case may be, I never would have believed that it was possible. And I would shake their hand and I would say, magnificent, magnificent job. You know, just incredible, incredible. As far as just being, standing back in awe at the work that they've accomplished, horrific though it may be, it, it is awe-inspiring. And I would, I would simply say, you have my respect as a, a, an opponent, if you will, in, in, in you know, this uh, construct. But I would not, I don't hate them. I do not hate these people at all. Now, who you can say I harbor resentment and ill will toward 
and who I don't think anything good at all should ever happen to is someone who thinks like that. Someone who thinks like that is a damaged animal, a damaged animal. And if I were there, I would tell them that to their face. And if anybody gave me a response like that, I'd tell them to, to their face that they are broken. And what broken means is that you've been turned into a domesticated animal. That's what the term broken, to break an animal, means to domesticate them and make them accepting of their slavery. And that person is broken. You could tell them I said so, if you want. You don't have to. But that's what I would tell them if I was there. And trust me, I'd tell them to their face. If you want to put them on, I'll tell them to their face. Okay? I'll give them my address if they have anything to say about it. So... What responses did you get for anarchy? Well, well, finishing off this no rulers and no masters, I only had two that gave the word anarchy. And there was one of them, which he brought a smile to my face when he said it. Because he, 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 he really got... He, he already he, he knew. He said the right. government is, oh, the government is yep. terrible in this. And people think that... Well, imagine that, man. The there's he, out, there's... So he had the answers. Ivan, there's One obviously an, there's obviously a, uh, an Al Qaeda operative there. I mean, you know, come on, somebody who doesn't think mm -hmm. they're a slave, you know, put put him away. I mean, that's a dangerous right. person in society. So okay, wh so yep. what else did people write down for anarchy? All right, so now for anarchy, I lumped these five together, and they're your regular response. I had two that said chaos, of course. One that said mayhem, uh, of course. One mayhem, of course. One. That rebel or rebel. Okay, that's and not one, a bad one. That's that's better than some. Okay. And one said criminals. Wow. Wow. So anarchy, they thought of criminals. Now, the exact opposite of the meaning. People who are advocating mm -hmm. the non-aggression principle and not committing crime, not committing violence, not committing theft, and they are calling them criminal. That, that's what they are in their mind because that's how effective the mind control technique of the obfuscation of the definitions of words is, ladies and gentlemen. If you can manipulate language, listen to this very carefully. If you can manipulate language, you can manipulate thinking. If you can manipulate language, you can manipulate thinking. This is why these people cannot think themselves because they do not have, they do not hold in their own mind the accurate meanings of words. They have no definition, no clarity. The world is made of words. Ideas are made of words. If you don't understand the words you are speaking, you are creating unconsciously and you could be led and manipulated into believing anything anybody wants you to believe or accept. Ivan, very illuminating. Very illuminating. Okay, great well, I, I had another... Two, oh, you got more. Okay, two, go ahead. Two that mentioned, oh, yeah. Well, this one is more mainstream media, kind of, because when I said anarchy or put, you gave them the paper with anarchy, right away, two of them put down the word sons. S-O-N-S. -S. So they were thinking of the TV show, Sons of Anarchy. And, and that so that, that's where their they mind went right away. Yeah, that's the right. only word that they can equate with it is Sons of Anarchy, as in a TV show. As if that has right. anything to do with the concept of anarchy. Unbelievable. Right. We are living in a golem. You talk about 
zombies. The zombie apocalypse is upon us, ladies and gentlemen. It's not coming, it's here. You're living among them, okay? These are golem creatures. They have been made. They have been molded like clay and just infused with some form of animation that, that vaguely imitates true life. These are golems. These are creatures. These are zombies. That's what they are. Ivan, thank you hey, Mark, so much. I, I, only, had, Again, I only had one person very that illuminating. put down freedom for anarchy. Only one person. And I would shake that gentleman's hand if I were you and I would go and talk to him. You know, I would become friends with that person because he knows. He or she. Mm -hmm. Was it was it a man or a woman? Oh, it was a it was a male. Yeah, I would, I, I, I kind of already knew the, the answer he would put because of someone that we speak you, uh, we talk about quote unquote conspiracy theories. Right. Okay. So he was already Gets, somewhat awakened, so I wasn't that surprised. Brilliant, brilliant. Get, shake his hand for me. Tell him I said uh, wonderful. <laughs> so All right. great, man. Ivan, thanks, man. You put a smile on my face. As horrible as some of that is, that's what enlightenment is about. That's what something that is truly enlightening does. It shows you what's there. That's all it does. It, it, it pretty much puts, the truth. Uh, what you say on the show, uh, you can see it in the real world. It's not just you talking on the show saying, oh, this, this, this. Now when you go out here and talk to people and bring these questions up, you're like, you know, it's like, wow, Mark wasn't kidding. He's okay. right. This is how people think. Ivan, thanks, man. I thank you for doing that, you know. Uh, and again, you've really brought it out there for people to, to allow them to see where other people's mindset is at. This is where the world is right now. So, thank right, you. Mark, no problem. I, I had a few other little notes here, if you had just one minute. Sure. While yeah, you right were ahead. talking about uh, your little uh, summary mm -hmm. here in the last hour, hour and a half that you were talking about, you made me think of this documentary. It's little new agey, but the title had the problem and the solution in the title. Mm -hmm. It's that Tom Shadiak documentary, I Am. I'm not, fam I'm not familiar. I've, I've, I don't believe I've seen this one. I have to check it out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look that one up. It's a little new agey, but yet the, the, the title is what got me because who, who is the, the problem is. Who is the maker uh, of it? Tom Shadiak. Okay. Tom Shadiak, he's a big Hollywood director. He's the one who did um, Liar, Liar and um, a few of the Jim Carrey movies. And okay. then he had some accident and life-changing experience, and he started, you know, he, looking, going into this I mean, direction. I'm trying to think whether I did see this at some point in the past, but I'll check it out again. I am. Okay, great. Well, well, well I brought it up because what you were talking about is, is answered right there. You know, the problem is, I am. What's the problem? I am. Because people let things That's happen right. where we just... That's right. So what's the solution? Excellent. The solution is, I, I am the solution. Right. Because when you start taking action and doing things differently, that, that changes things. So right. that came to mind when you were talking. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. Oh, and then let's go back into the negative real quick. Here, I, I work at the post office and sorting with these machines that yes. are loud and it disrupt our shows all the time. But I came across a magazine cover from the uh, Smithsonian Magazine. Mm -hmm. And on the cover, it says, Born to be Bad. And it's about the um, uh, what is it? new science of morality. And that cover picture is a little baby with horns playing with a pitchfork like it's a rattle. So that's right. when you find some morality. Born to be bad. Babies, so this is what's being put out there. Oh, Babies boy. with horns and pitchforks. Unbelievable. Trying to skew people into thinking that's what human nature actually is. That we're somehow born right. flawed or born evil. And that's not what human nature is at all. We may be 
born into horrible conditions. Out of the people. Yep. And right. we may be born into horrible conditions, but even that's no excuse for condoning violence and theft. You know, the truth is always there. Everybody knows what wrongdoing is because they've been on the receiving end of it and they know what it feels like. And therefore, uh, you know that it's wrong to do that to others. And that's all it really comes down to. And we have to stop making excuses for people. Ivan, phenomenal right. call as always, my friend. You have a great new year. All right, you too, Mark. And I look forward to seeing you in April, but I'm sure we'll talk uh, plenty of times before then. Definitely. You take care, my friend. All right, you too. Bye. Right. Great. Let's go to another caller. <clears throat> caller from the 905 area code. You are live on What on Earth is Happening. Welcome. Hello? Yes. What's Hello, your name? Hey, Mark. Um, uh, this is Lucas from Canada. Lucas. Well, Ontario, Canada. Welcome. Yes. Uh, thanks. And... I uh, asked two people this uh, social experiment. Okay. Uh, and I, they, both, um, they both know about the New World Order and the control system that's around us. And the first individual that I asked about the um, first word that came to mind when you say no rulers, yes. you said freedom. Okay. And the second one, anarchy, was chaos. Right. So no. he's still in that internal state of contradiction because he does not know the true meaning of the word anarchy. So uh, did you did you reveal the meaning of the word through the etymology to him? Oh, yeah. Yep. I what, said, what was uh, his yeah. response? He says that's like basically the contrary of what everyone in society thinks, like sure. anyone who he basically came into sure. contact with. Because that's a mind yeah. control technique through the obfuscation of the real definition of a word. Um and uh, did he accept that that's what the word anarchy really does mean? No rulers, no masters. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It shows you. It then, shows uh, you this contradiction exists even in people that are already aware that they're living in a control system because they don't understand how powerful the obfuscation of definitions are. That how powerful that is as a mind control technique. And the um, the second individual that okay. I decided to ask was uh, well, in Toronto, in Toronto, um, Ontario, he's like a pretty, um, like I guess, respected alternative media journalist or um, a whistleblower. I guess you can, I guess you can call him. And um, I asked him first, what is what, what's the first word that comes to mind with no masters? And he said, bullshit. He said, wow. any group dynamic works like like works like that, and uh, there's always wow. going to be someone who ends up on the top. Yeah. yeah, he's creating hell along with many other people. Doesn't realize it, but that's that mindset is the generator of hell. You could let him know I said that too. That very mm -hmm. mindset is what generates a, a prison. And that's where we're at. Enjoy. That's what I would tell somebody like that. Your mindset, and because more people like you have that same mindset, that's why we're living in a cage. Thanks. That's what I would tell. Yeah. Right. Unbelievable. And, um, uh, the second one, when I asked about anarchy, he also said bullshit. He said, no such thing can exist. You might as well be talking about dragons, fairies, and unicorns. It's a nice theory. You know when it'll bullshit. exist? I'm going to tell you when it's going to exist. When there's no more people like that person in the world, then it will exist. Chew on that. Let him chew on that. 
That's exactly okay. when it will exist. And, and that state, I, I that him, state is I'm going sure. to exist. It's going to happen. Nothing can hold it back from happening. Do you want to know why? And you could tell him I what? said this. Because that's God's will. That's what God's will is. Is the true anarchy come into being in the physical domain. As a matter of fact, it already is in existence and it was put there by the creator. Mm -hmm. the, the thing is, it's the will that... It's the will of creation that humanity goes back to living in that natural state. And this little peon actually believes him and other idiots like him can thwart the will of God. He believes that. He believes his ego is stronger than all of creation combined. He's going to find out how wrong he is. He may live, he may live to find out how wrong he is. I'd like you to tell him that I said that, that I told him that. Because okay, again, sure. with somebody like this, you're never going to convince them or get them to see the truth. They just need to hear, you will be here to see how wrong you are. Your consciousness will exist to find out the depth of your wrongfulness, the depth of your transgression against right, and the depth of your illusion. Your consciousness will be here to find that out. You will know it, whether it's in this, this lifetime, this reality, this incarnation, or another, you will be experiencing the truth that your ego is not more powerful than the will of creation. So, good luck with that, man. I mean, again, that's, he's a perfect slave. You know, let me tell you what he is. The, the occultists, the dark occultists I work with have a name for him. They have a name for him. Like I told people, they call people the dead. You know, that's their name for the general, uh, totally asleep uh, member of the population. Just as in general, they call the, the population the dead. Okay. Mm -hmm. They have a specific name for somebody like that who is so totally wrapped up in the uh, aggression ideology and that it must always be like that and that there must always be masters and slaves and that anarchy is impossible to, to, uh, to achieve. Okay. They have a name for him because that is the end result of the, the perfection of their mind control techniques and the name for him that, that Satanists, dark Luciferians, dark occultists call that individual is the new man. That's their name for him. They have a special term. They call this individual the new man. It is their creation. They have made something that, that the creator didn't make. They made it as the gods of this planet. They made this ball of sewage that they fashion into a golem. Okay? And imbue it with thoughts that aren't its own. And tell it what is and what isn't. And it accepts like a computer program. This golem creature. This complete ball of sewage. That they've, they've molded like clay. And that's what he is. He's the new man. According to the dark occult. That's a term. Understand that term. That's essentially what it is. You can do research on it too. The other people have brought this out. I've directly, you know, 
enacted with people who have used that term as, as Satanists, telling people we are making the new man. He is being made as we speak in society. That is what they call him. He is their new man because they made him. For all intents and purposes, that's what the powers of a god, small g, are. You can make someone in your image and likeness, and they've made him in their image and likeness at a much, much lower and less powerful level. But his mindset is, a, is the baby-fied version, the little miniaturized version of their mindset, and they made him, and they call him their new man, and that's what he is. Sad. All right. I'll be sure to, to tell him. Sure. Please do. And um, I, I asked him, well, you mind if I expand on this a little sure, bit more? Sure, sure. Okay. I, I asked him, what is the reasons why you feel anarchy would not work? And he said, basically, how would everyone get along when there is no one, you know, basically telling people right. what to do? Because he and has he no says, imagination. How would structure be built? No imagination as to how human beings could accomplish anything. No. Masters have to tell us everything that we need to do in life. Yeah. Yep. You want to know the real reason? That's the reason he told you. But let, let me tell you this, and you can tell him this or let him listen to this show. Okay? Mm -hmm. The real reason he does not believe, quote unquote, or accept that this could be. Here's the real psychological under, underpinning, underlying reason. The real reason is because he hates himself. That's the real reason. He looks at himself at, as a slave. And in his own subconscious, he feels slavery is all he is worthy of. And therefore, so must everyone else live in that condition. Ultimately, self-loathing is the reason why anyone thinks that way. He hates himself. And you can tell him I said so or let him listen to this show. And um, just want to touch one other point uh, here. I was, I got into a bit of a, um, an argument or a debate with someone who, who is um, uh, a facilitator in one of the Occupy Toronto movements. Okay. And um, I got into an argument with him about um, he was trying to advocate more, more gun uh, registration, of or like course. more um, more gun restrictions. So because most of these people are leftists, and you know they have socialist leanings that, and think that the state should be in control of everything. And you know, it, it's a very hairy uh, field of endeavor when you're dealing with the occupiers. You know, uh, some of them get it, very few and far in between. Uh, most of them are very ignorant and lack knowledge, and have not don't really have a long view of history. It's a shame. They, they really not studied in history very much at all. And they don't understand what historically happens when guns are confiscated in any given vicinity. You're creating victim disarmament and then a government can run roughshod all over the people. And it happens over and over and over and over again. And there's thousands of historical accounts for it. And yet these people just turn a blind eye because they want to believe and they can do what they want. It was actually when I posted um, the video of Innocence Betrayed right. that he commented sure. on. And he probably and didn't he even said, watch uh, it. He probably didn't even watch it. How are you going to even debate that? This happened to the Armenians, to the Russians, to the German people. How are you going to even debate this in Rwanda, in Cambodia, mm -hmm. in Chile? Everywhere where gun control has ever been passed has been followed by a genocide. Historically, everyone. 
and that these people are still going to argue that the world is some way magically that they think it is when it is not that way. And here's a couple of points. It's a child. This person's a child, a child who has no long view of history. He's stupid. You know, and and that's all I'm saying. I don't have patience for this. That's all I tell people. You're dumb. You're unread. You're dumb. You're unread. You're an unread person. You have no long view of history. You don't read enough books. Go read more books. That's what I tell people like that. I don't even waste my breath arguing with them. They're a dumb person. A dumb person's not capable of creating any change. He thinks he's going to go and change the world as a part of the Occupy movement. He doesn't understand something like that. Retarded. Slowed down. Because he doesn't read enough. And some of the uh, justifications that he was trying to use were some, some points that... Uh you actually talked about in some of your previous shows. So first I said, um, if anyone has, no one has the right to disarm someone's last means of defense, you know, right. for self-protection, right? right? Because that's an inherent birthright. Right. And he says, you, you mix up, you, you confuse instincts with rights. No. He's basically what saying he, that, yeah. What he, he says, doesn't understand is what property is. And he is an advocate of theft of property. He believes also that certain people have special rights. And, and I tell people, please explain to me how anyone gets a right that I don't have. If this person over here can carry and wield that weapon and own it, how can I not? And no one can explain this mechanism to me. Maybe someone will enlighten me in the future. How can a right be born into existence that, that someone else doesn't have? Either every single individual has the right or no one has it. And they're all the same. There's no special rights for special individuals. Every single person has the same exact rights, and he doesn't get that. He doesn't understand that because he's an advocate of theft. And that's all he is, a simple advocate of theft. He's condoning violence, and he doesn't get it. That gun control is gun violence. It's people coming with guns saying, give me your guns. You know? He says he's a pacifist. That's what he said. He's a uh, another sickening, deplorable ideology that if anybody is a pa- – I, I don't even want to hear from pacifists. I mean if, if you – that again, this is more self-loathing. If you hate yourself so much that you would say, I'd rather be killed than defend myself with force, I don't even know what you are. You're not a human being. You're, you're some kind of a degraded animal. I mean, imagine this, this, this ideology, this sick, twisted ideology of self-loathing called pacifism. You have to be joking, joking. You're going to sit there and take violence conducted to you. You're going to try to do curl up into a ball. You're going to run away like a little boy. Please grow up and grow a pair. You know, I mean, that's, that's all I would say to him. You know, he doesn't care about himself or his rights or anybody else's rights. He, there's no self-love. It's all self-loathing, self-loathing. Well, thank you. Thanks for the call. Great points that you brought up. I'm going to, um, Take one more caller before we end the show. Uh, here we go. I think this is Jay Parker in Philadelphia. Jay, you can take us out. Yes, uh, great show, Mark, and uh, Happy New Year. And uh, really looking forward to uh, the. Uh, marathon on american freedom radio on the 13th of january definitely i know you'll be a part of your mind conference that's right jay will definitely uh, be definitely a part going of to uh send out some uh really interesting points and uh get people to start thinking 
this all comes down to uh, the basic control of information through the school systems and religion. Absolutely. And uh, as long as you program people with the big lie, uh, then, then you get what we've got. That's right. Jay, thanks so much for the call. Great way to take us out on this edition of What on Earth is Happening. That's all the time we have this week, folks. Remember, there's only two mistakes you can ever make on the path to truth. Not starting and not going all the way. We'll see you here next week. Happy New Year.